0: Hey, everybody, this is Eric, and I'm here with another episode of Short Circuits. 2017 is about to end, and we are about to usher in another new year. This past year, we've had a lot of controversy and a lot of issues in the entertainment industry, from the mass exposure of sexual misconduct to another massive rift within the Star Wars fan community to a very disappointing box office overall and audience hatred of Justice League. I'm hoping... That 2018 will be a great year that brings us lots of wonderful things. But I think it's worth taking a moment to look back at some of the highlights from this past year. Here are my personal thoughts looking back on 2017. My personal favorite movie this year, which is probably no surprise to most of you, was The Last Jedi, which set off a tidal wave of controversy within Star Wars fandom. I'll talk about that on my other show, Aren't You a Little Short for a Podcast. But for right now i'll just say that i loved the depth of this movie i love that there are so many things to talk about it's not without its problems but it brought a lot to the table and it gets better every time i watch it my second favorite movie this year was blade runner 2049 i had been dreading this movie ever since it was announced because the original blade runner is my favorite movie of all time yes even over star wars and i just knew they were going to mess this up fortunately they didn't it was an incredible film and a worthy successor to the original. Unfortunately, it bombed at the box office. However, a movie's success doesn't often have anything to do with how good it is. Just look at all those Michael Bay Transformers movies. This is just the opposite, though. It bombed at the box office, but it's an incredible film. It's available for purchase right now, so I recommend you go watch the first one and then check this one out if you haven't already. Wonder Woman is easily one of the best superhero movies ever made. And that's regardless of the diversity that it represents. And in my opinion, that's why it's so important for diversity. The fact that she's such a strong character is what makes me appreciate that she's such a strong female role model. And as for the film itself, I'm so glad that people are recognizing the brilliant job that Patty Jenkins did. And I hope that this begins to change the fact that we've seen so few women in the director's chair. I hope that between the eye-opening revelations of the mess of sexism that's been running amok within the entertainment industry, combined with the clear quality and skill of Jenkins and everyone else involved in this movie, we'll begin to see doors open up and get some massive change behind the scenes in Hollywood. In the meantime, for all the crap that the DC movies have gotten, I'm really glad that Wonder Woman was the one that stands out as an absolute success. Speaking of DC, there's Justice League. This came out two weeks after Thor Ragnarok, and I liked both of them about equally. Maybe Justice League a little bit better, which has gotten me a good amount of bashing, but eh, whatever. They're both flawed movies, and they're both fun once you can see past their flaws. I'm I'm getting a little tired of the whole DC-Marvel movie fandom war, though. Uh, Yeah... I do think that DC is focusing too hard on an overall movie universe and not enough on individual films, which is something that Marvel got correct right out of the gate. And yes, I think Marvel has done a much better job overall. However, Marvel's had some real stinkers too. And from what I can see, people are just far too eager to lash out at anything put out by DC, Wonder Woman notwithstanding. Don't get me wrong. I'm not defending them as wonderful films, and I'm not disputing their flaws. I'm just saying that the DC films aren't nearly as bad as everyone claims they are and that I can easily cite Marvel films that are worse. As for other standout films this year, for me personally, I thought Get Out was incredible. And as we're getting into award season, I hope it walks away with as many awards as possible. I also really liked Logan, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Baby Driver. And I was really surprised at how well they adapted it to the big screen. For all of the various releases this year, though, my biggest disappointment was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This was one of my most anticipated movies this year, and I thought it utterly fell flat. I was bored through most of the film. There were some really good moments, but overall, I felt like it was a big disappointment. As for television, there were some standout moments this year, though they weren't all new to 2017. Uh, first off, I thought the second season of Stranger Things was at least as good as the first season, if not better. Uh, The first season, to me, felt like kind of a grown-up version of E.T. in a good way, Uh, whereas this season felt more like Stephen King's It combined with, um, well, combined with a bunch of other things, but it was really good. I think Netflix really knocked it out of the park with The Punisher. I think that uh, all of their series have been good, and even though Iron Fist wasn't wonderful, it was enjoyable. But The Punisher is easily the best series they've done so far. If you've given up on the Netflix Marvel series after Iron Fist, I highly recommend at least checking out The Defenders and then absolutely catching The Punisher. This fall, I discovered Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, and I absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, Sadly, after season two finished airing, it was announced there won't be a season three. However, they got things wrapped up well enough at the end of season two Yeah, they they kind of paved the way to go forward, but it's not like there were any cliffhangers. So fortunately, I feel like I can still recommend this to people. I felt like The Good Place was a little bit disappointing this season, especially compared to the last season. I absolutely loved season one, and I'm definitely still hooked. But so far, the second season seems to have fallen a bit flat. I'm kind of hoping things will pick up. But the biggest disappointment to me was Inhumans. I'm not a fan of those characters or their storylines, so I wasn't all that invested, but I did expect it to be good, and it wasn't at all. It had a decent story with a lot of potential, but all that potential was wasted on really badly written scripts and horrible dialogue. I was not expecting to like Star Trek Discovery very much, but I'm absolutely in love with it. I've always enjoyed Star Trek, though I've never considered myself a diehard fan. So I knew I would enjoy this one to some level. I just didn't think I'd enjoy it this much. And I'm also surprised at The Orville. I thought it would be a typical Seth MacFarlane show, but it's it surprised me so far. It's obviously a knockoff of Star Trek The Next Generation, and it too has some problems here and there, but nothing substantial especially if you go back and look at the first season of The Next Generation. If you haven't tried it out yet, I recommend at least checking it out. I, I think that it's, uh, it's good fun. It, it's nothing really deep or meaningful, but, you know, hey, it, it's, uh, it's a nice little distraction from everything else going on in life, so it, it's fun. I think Westworld is probably the best new show of the year, though. I personally really have no interest in the Old West environment, but this show makes it work really, really well helped out immensely by the sci-fi aspect of it. It's absolutely incredible. And it's one of those shows that you'll want to rewatch after you're done with the first season. And I love that sort of thing. The biggest surprise for me this year on television was a documentary series on AMC. And I highly recommend it to everyone listening to this podcast. Most of our demographic is made up of people who are heavily invested in the geek community. And a big part for the basis of a lot of things related to geekdom is comic books. So the show I'm recommending to you is Robert Kirkman's Secret History of Comics. For those who don't know, Robert Kirkman is a guy who created The Walking Dead, and he does a six-part documentary series where he goes into the history of comic books, and uh, it's chock full of interviews uh, from people who are actually there, and uh, we get stories that some comic book veterans might not even know. The first episode talks about the creation of Marvel Comics. It goes into the history of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, and it gets into a lot of the dirty laundry that you don't normally hear about, which is fascinating in my opinion. Uh, The second episode gives the real story behind the very controversial creation of Wonder Woman, which a lot of people might find kind of shocking. Other episodes include the impact and importance of Milestone Comics, an imprint that a lot of you might not be familiar with. Uh, they go into the various artists who jumped ship from Marvel and created image comics. And, uh, they've even got an episode on how 9-11 impacted comics and vice versa. Uh, the great thing about this series is it doesn't shy away from the truth. Even when the truth isn't flattering, it's a great series. I cannot recommend it highly enough. You know, we don't often talk about books on the network and I feel like I don't have as much time for books as I once did. Most of my book consumption is audiobooks in the car, and I, I just don't spend as much time in the car anymore. But uh, I did find a few gems this year. Obviously, given our involvement with Star Wars here at the Random Chatter Network, I've, I've read a lot of Star Wars books this year. And uh, I found that recent Star Wars novels have varied a lot in quality, and not in a good way. Um, I was especially let down by From a Certain Point of View. I normally love short stories. I loved the other short story anthologies set in Star Wars universe that are now Legends. I, I'm very forgiving, even when a short story is kind of mediocre. That's okay. I like short stories. This collection, I did not like at all. Some of the stories were great. And many, many of them were downright awful. Not only did I not like it, I felt like, I felt like not only was this the worst Star Wars book I've read in a long time, this was the worst any book I've read in a long time, in, in several years. Now, all that being said, the Thrawn novel by Timothy Zahn was exactly as good as I'd hoped it would be, if not better. I really enjoyed the Phasma novel, too, and I liked that it had a different feel from a lot of the other Star Wars novels. So there were some good Star Wars books this year. As for non-Star Wars novels, I found myself catching up on all of the books by Douglas E. Richards. Many people have been calling him the new Michael Crichton, and I can completely understand why. He's got some really good books, and uh, especially if you like modern techno-thrillers, I highly recommend them. I was a little surprised to find that I didn't care much for the latest Daniel Suarez novel, Change Agent. Normally, I like his stuff. Uh, This one was just okay. There was nothing wrong with it. I just didn't care for it all that much. But if you haven't read his other stuff, it's really good. Start with Demon, and then just go from there. And then finally, I'm currently reading the latest book in the Expanse series by James S. A. Corey called Persepolis Rising. I'm really liking it so far. I'm only about halfway through it, and it's pretty long, but it's really good. So all in all, 2017 had some really good stuff. And just because we're hitting 2018, there's no reason you can't go back and pick up on anything that you've missed. But I do hope that 2018 brings us some incredible content, and I look forward to sharing all of that with you. I want to thank each and every one of you who have stuck with the Random Cheddar Network through 2017. We appreciate all of you, and we're excited to bring you some great new things in the new year. So that's it for Short Circuits for 2017. I really want to hear from as many of you as I can. So send your emails to shortcircuits at randomcheddar.com or to sc at randomcheddar.com and give me your feedback or ask me any questions you want answered on the show. And then finally, don't forget to hit randomchatter.com for all of our other shows, especially the new Getting Sidetracked show, which we launched the first episode of. We're going to hit the ground running in the new year. We've got more great episodes of Movie Rampage coming, lots of Star Wars content coming your way, so stay tuned. Until next time, take care and Happy New Year.